It's the Hats Off Gloves Off podcast with Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. With Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Shout out to Jessica Tilly. Oh, okay. Of the of the Los Angeles Tillys for doing our drop. Actually, what you guys don't know is that's actually me. No, that's Jessica Tilly from Chucky Nine. <laughs> when Chucky, when they have babies together, the bride of the baby of Chucky. When they have Chucky this week couplets. on Sci-Fi. This is hats off, gloves off, pats on the back, pats on the fanny, finger pointing, finger blasting. Um, the Yin and the Yang of podcast. We dish out justice. If you're a good boy, we'll let you know it. If you're a bad boy, boy, will we let you know it. Um, coming in hot. Got a quick one. Um, basically, um, well. Jesus Christ. Well, welcome, everybody. Welcome. It's great to have you here. I'm happy to be here. We just, Fuck you, dude. We're I'm a little careless. flustered. We're a little rushed. Dude, I haven't gotten an Instagram comment in a while. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not feeling love from the audience, so the audience ain't feeling love from me. Oh, wow. Oh, shots fired, yeah. everyone. No, uh, give Mitchell some love. My <laughs> engagement has been down on the Hogo page, but that doesn't that doesn't stop you from reaching out. Is that what happened? Is it, it's called all karma, sudden, people. Your friend, you see once a week, your friend, all of a sudden... He doesn't post for a second. You just be like, all right, well, hopefully he's not dead. No, you reach out. You give him a call. Yeah. You drop a line, say, hey, what about Mexicans or something? Direct message us. Ask us for requests. Yeah, I want to let you know I'm okay. I haven't really been posting much. I'm just taking, you know, summer ended, so I'm just taking a little break. 40 days of mourning in the Catholic Church. There is some mourning. I've reluctantly, sh- like, reshared things I'm tagged in, but... Uh... Spencer, you it's very normal to wear all black, but if you guys know Spencer's style, it's weird to have, like, black cords, a black flannel... Yeah. A black shirt from a surf shop somewhere got, south of fucking Huntington. Yeah, got really into Marilyn Manson. Oh, man. Surf, I mean, surf guitar remixes of Marilyn Manson, but I'm getting dark. <laughs> Antichrist superstar done in the style of the Beach Boys. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, so I'm going to kick it off. Uh, this, well, we got a, a, a closing, I guess. I don't know. A verdict? Is that how it works? A ruling? I don't know what stage this is. But a case closed, a cold case, those never get closed. No, they're cold. They're just sitting in file boxes. Some guy named Dave, Officer Officer, officer uh, Rubenstein, that's worked there for 36 years. He's like, that's been on my desk since 74. We never caught the guy. I like the one, though, uh, you know, they go back to it later and solve it. Oh, uh, like Zodiac, where there's that middle where... You don't realize how much time is passing, but then you look it up, it's like, oh, years happened, and he didn't write a letter. So like, Mark Ruffalo's like, why are you bothering this? You ain't going to dig up the past. He's gone. He's gone. Uh, I don't know why Mark Ruffalo is San Francisco cop from the South, in my impression. but um, Or that show Cold Case Files. Don't they just solve them in file. that show? Yeah. You got to go to some warehouse, and the guy's like, I'll give you 20 minutes. You're not supposed to be in here. Some hot shot. Um, so we got a cold case. Solved. Check it off. Take it out that old file box, one of those white boxes in the storage room, and uh, I don't know, do they use a stamp? (laughs) Just closed. That'd be cool if after they solved the case, they just threw it in the incinerator. (laughs) And then then if they came back, we're like, hey, you wrongly convicted that guy. Uh, We're pretty sure. Can we go look back back at the evidence? Be like, case closed, baby. It's It's been burned. If it's an Al Pacino movie, he solves the case. And then he takes a single rose to the grave. And it's like it's like a 20-year... Like, they've been dead for 20 years, and he finally gets to put the rose on her headstone. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, you were a good one. 
God, I could make it up to you. The, um, so this former plastic surgeon was convicted of killing his wife 20 years ago. They could never get him. Could never get him. Too slick? Did oh. he do plastic surgery on himself and change his look? So? As lawyers would say, this guy was covered in Vaseline. He didn't even have to grow a mustache. They just could not link him to it. So f- finally, I guess after 20 years, he wanted to come clean, right? This is the first quote of the article. Let me be honest. I just wanted her to stop yelling at me, so I attacked her. <laughs> this guy's been sitting on this for a while. He's always scot-free. Well, it's so funny that... Um... He had 20 years to think about. Like, you think he's going to go into, like, preface it a little bit? You know, I had a rough childhood. You know, my mom never gave me the love I needed. But yeah. he was like, she just wouldn't stop yelling and nagging. So I hit her. I had 20 years to think about it. That's all it is. That's all it was. He's like, I I was, you know, he, <laughs> he had 20 years to think about it. He's, like, going to therapy. He's really getting to the root of it and, like, trying to figure out, like, some deeper meaning or what's wrong with him. that he Exactly, was, what, yeah. What happened to his parents. And, like, he's going on this life journey. And after 20 years, he's like, Ah, she was just yelling too much. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the first time. It's not like it was the first time she yelled, but she would oh, yell. Oh, it was definitely not the first time. I told you, why, why don't we do? You don't take this way home. And then, he, but they were in a fucking airplane. So he's fucking flying a plane, and this bitch. You do not yell at someone while they're flying an airplane. You don't yell at someone while they're driving. Yeah, that. Oh, that's the worst, dude. If. Uh, when somebody starts an argument with the from the back seat while I'm driving, I'll kill all of us. You don't yeah. know what kind of white hot rage I'm capable of. We barely know each other. You're I'm, I'm driving a missile down the 405. I've done that too, where I'm just on the road somewhere, just out of state, and so there's not a lot of traffic, and I'm like, oh, you know, you know, when you're on a long road trip, you start making some calls because you're bored. And you just get in a fight with someone, and then you're driving like down like 140 miles an hour in Arizona. And you're like, oh, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. All right, can I call you back after I've eaten, please? Yeah, I'm going to stop off at this Del Taco next to the world's largest boot or whatever they have in Missouri. We should go to Missouri. If they have that, I'm going. Where's the world's largest ball of yarn? That's somewhere around there. Uh, I'm going to go with Arkansas, but I'm not, I, I do not know. Mo- good money's on Arkansas. I haven't even been to one of the cool... I'm sure I have if I think about it, but the world's largest that comes to mind the most that I've been to is the world's largest Coco Pelli, which is in a parking, a Starbucks parking lot in Arizona. That's... Uh, it's shitty. Oh, I was like, that almost sounds like worth a visit, but thanks no, for qualifying. it's not. Um, so this dude, he's flying a plane, chucks his wife. So I'm... He throws her out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's she went missing. He just <laughs> they didn't find her. So I'm assuming he's above water because otherwise it would just she would just landed in the, by the shortstop at a fucking public park. Uh, so his wife originally went missing in 1985. They charged him in 2000, but they had to let him go. So he's always been the number one person of interest. It, 15 years passed where they got him, and then another 20 years passed where he finally said. So this 35 years ago. And they were right, because he had confessed. Yeah. The prosecutor on the case, who's now retired, was <laughs> like, ah, I don't know. Thanks for letting me know. But uh, he's like, I was stunned because I always thought that the day would never come, that he would own up, take responsibility for having killed his wife. Which is like, what kind of comment you want from that lawyer? 
You, you're only going to sound like a dickhead. You couldn't do your job. This guy clearly fucking killed his wife. Everybody knew it for 35 years, apparently. And then it's like, well, I'm glad he finally admitted to it. It's like, yeah, thanks, court system. Well, um, what did he say initially? Just, I don't know where she went. She ran away. She didn't love me. Yeah, he's like, I don't know. He Maybe she gone girled him. You never know these days. She went missing, but she was actually the, the sick, twisted one. You hear that, society? That movie blows. I thought it was all right. Meh. Nah. It was fun. I disagree. That movie really pissed me <laughs> off. Why is that? It just was corny and lame, and I just, Ben Affleck couldn't pull it off. Oh, it was definitely, like, so chicks could, like, flick their mental bean to it. That's what it was. It's like, it was part of that whole, uh, like, true crime thriller shit that chicks don't want to admit they get off on. Yeah, no, they love it for sure. My 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 girl loves the true crime podcast world, and she didn't like Gone Girl either. I think just Ben. Sometimes Ben Affleck just ruins a movie. Yeah, for but me. when you make a movie that's ten out of ten, girls aren't going to like it. So you got to cheese it up. You know what I mean? Chicks don't like Out of the Furnace or fucking No Country for Old Men. Oh, my girl. <laughs> Generally does. speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My girl had four brothers, so she yeah that she that's an exception. I feel like having four brothers. She's they, half a lesbian. They beat some. They beat a lot of that out of you. That's- Doing some podcast math over here. She's a half a lesbian. That would make her bisexual then. That's fucking hot, dude. Yeah, dude, totally hot. Knuckles. Oh, you're gonna be the knucks. Yeah, I'm proud. That's tight. So he said we were flying. I tacked her. Uh, I opened the door, and then I took her body out of the airplane over the ocean. All right. His. <laughs> this is the headline. So this is where we get to it. But um, he admits he was immature. In throwing his wife's body into the ocean. Hey, I like that he can admit to himself that that was immature. Immature. Don't ever fucking say it like that again. Why not? It's fun. Um, (laughs) He didn't know how to control his anger. He was a younger man. Blah, blah, blah. Her body was never found. Yeah, good luck. They never found Kevin Costner in The Guardian either. And although objectively a worse movie... Like I, I, somebody can explain to me how the Guardians not as good as Gone Girl, but I'll watch the Guardian ten times out of ten over Gone Girl. Hell yeah! I've never I, I seen didn't, it, Gone Girl wasn't bad. It was a good movie. I'm it was going fun. bad, but fucking <laughs> sad. Ashton Kutcher with a mentor Kevin Costner working as fucking Coast Guard swimmers. We are the elite of the elite, gentlemen. Sign me the fuck up. Um, let me see. I think that's about it, dude. Those are the funny parts. All right. Killed his wife, threw her out of a fucking plane. The former surgeon... Oh, this is where he did... This is where he uh, did kind of uh, go on a little uh, self-made witness protection program. He changed his name, married uh, somebody new, had a daughter, and started a plastic surgery place in Las Vegas, then eventually moved to North Dakota. So... I guess he did. It finally got to him. Yeah, so... Well, first off, I mean... Jesus Christ. Gloves off. Don't kill your wife. Nah, don't do it. But hats off. Hats off to you, sir. Hey. Might be a decent movie. They get someone at the helm. Yeah. You know what I mean? The best part's right in the beginning, though, when he throws her out the window. Yeah. I guess it's... I mean, they could do the origin story, and just it's just an hour and a half of her nagging him. So you know, because that is it. satisfying in shows when they have a character that's just such an evil cunt, and then someone finally grabs her by the hair and throws her head against the wall. <laughs> yeah, you know, those are good. Oh, it's 
the trope of like uh they'll show you a scene like i bet you're wondering how a guy like me ended up in a situation like yeah. this well it all started when i was 17 and then uh but instead he's like yeah, i met her i know a sonic I look, drive-in and he Florida. throws her out of a plane and then breaks the fourth wall he starts talking to the camera like the big short he's just going i know i seem like the bad guy but yeah. check this shit out <laughs> and then it's just them clearly wearing like goofy sweaters like 15 years prior just really dating themselves like she was a cunt back then Get out of town. Who doesn't like scalloped potatoes? <laughs> so go, go see the movie. It's going to be good. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write it. We'll get, I don't know, Stevie Spiels or something. Hey, Stevie, tweet me back. Who's, who's good at those kind of movies? I don't know. Who did like, uh, uh, like, like the like, Tom Cruise Barry Seal movie? You know what I mean? Where it was completely factually inaccurate, but entertaining as all get out. It'll be Nick Cage, so we'll, it'll be a little low-budget indie. So oh, cool. We'll get Nick Cage, yeah. Yeah. All right, I've got a gloves off. Uh-oh. Ripped, ripped from the pages of my life, my childhood even. And let me tell you about my life. Yeah, my life, exactly. We have a drop from my life. Where did it take place? Oak Glen, California. Oh, I don't have a drop for Oak Glen. No. <laughs> You're hoping it was going to take place in Long Beach because we have a Long Beach drop. <laughs> Well, when I used to go to this place when I was a little kid, I would go from Long Beach to Oak Glen. So the journey started in Long Beach. So uh, this place, basically been going there since I was like, uh, I don't know, five years old. We used to go to this, uh, like a religious camp for the weekend, a family camp. I literally thought you were saying this religious camp for the week. <laughs> I used to be weak. Just fats, gays, we fix all of them. Yeah, I was. I used to be a fat gay, now I'm a skinny straight. Praise he has risen! So, uh, yeah, just this like Christian family camp for the weekend, and on the way up, first of all, we'd get to like drive through uh, McDonald's and get the hap- get a Happy Meal with the trick-or-treat bucket, which was primo because it was yeah, always in October. And we didn't really eat much of that shit, so uh, it was nice. Then we'd stop at this place called Oak Glen Village, which was... Is it one of those places that sounds nicer than it is? Well, it was... I mean, it's in Ukaipa, so it's oh, okay. not like, you right. know, yeah. it's a little trashy, but it's... It was quaint. There were quaint. orchards. You can go pick apples around there. It's not bad if you can describe it as quaint, because nobody ever just, like... No, oh, there's this little Italian place in uh, San Bernardino. It's quaint. It's like bullshit. Yeah, Someone they, got stabbed there two weeks ago. Yeah, they oh, have a... that looks lovely. Yeah, Oak Tree Village, it has like an okay diner there with okay, you know, decent fried chicken. Yeah. And they had a, a real nice, like, a old-fashioned candy store with caramel apples because they grow apples all around there. Nice. Then you go up the hill and there are these bear prints painted on the ground, which is cool. There's some, like, you know, like Navajo leather store, Indian leather store, shit like that. There's a petting zoo, uh, a trout pond where they stock trout and you can fish. That's rad. Piglet races. All right, I'm sold. Then you walk up the hill even more, panning for gold. Then you go further up the hill, and there's this house or a large building that used to be a bunch of gift shops, basically, you walked through. Bunch of little gift shops. And it was weird because it was set up like a mountain, and there were all these taxidermied animals everywhere. But then they also had, like, 
uh, like, I don't know, Native American dudes up there, maybe a cowboy, then there'd be a... It was weird. And there were all these, like, individual stores, and as time went on, the stores just went out of business just because of the times, and they turned it into a reptile house, and they had, like, an anaconda in there, and (laughs) snakes, and all these different giant lizards and shit, and you had to pay, like, three bucks to get in there. Uh, anyway, I've been going my whole life, and then as an adult, I've more or less gone every handful of years, periodically. Well, let me tell you this, my friend. After last Tuesday, never again. It may have been six days, but I have not recovered from, really, the disrespect that they've shown me personally. Summer ended, and I'm trying to get into this whole fall-autumn thing by going and picking apples, and you just gut the very foundation of what you're all about up there? They try and try and try the, They got hurt. The petting zoo is a fraction of what it was. I walk up the hill bragging to everybody about this reptile house, and there's this part where there's a bathroom, and you can't see the reptile house because of the angle of the hill. And I'm saying to everyone, just like Shiloh or Shadow and Homeward Bound, I go, the reptile house is just over this bathroom. I go around. It's been demolished to its foundation. (laughs) Nothing left but cement. Well, at least you don't look like a dickhead. When you're like, I swear to God, there was a couple op shop up here, and you're like, you're on the left, like we had to have passed it. Like, is it something else now? We must have missed it. It was recent enough. But no, but you walked up, and there was still like something proven like oh he he was right it's just not here anymore yeah this was the (laughs) space where where it exists hopefully it didn't burn down and hopefully it was demolished appropriately but you know what i mean i hope that the snakes got out alive actually you know i hope the lizards got out alive and the turtles let's get the snakes to die for sure oh they were it was disgusting but uh and all the other stuff the I sna- mentioned. You know what? The snakes might have started the fire. They say, hey, they know how to fuck with fire. I, I don't have to tell you guys this, but snakes, they can not all, good. They can all breathe fire. Not good. Yeah, I had someone telling me that someone they met had a forked tongue and wanted to know if uh, <laughs> they should hang out with them. And I said, absolutely not. You don't ever hang out with someone with a forked tongue. And they thought I was... Kind of joking and being sarcastic, yeah. and like, are you being? I was like, yes, I'm yeah. being serious. You don't hang out with forked tongue people. I saw this guy with a septum piercing skating. He was skating by my house the other day, and uh, it, the septum was so huge. It was literally like a three inch diameter. It must have weighed a pound. And I was like, like if you have friends, they're dumb. When you can just look at a guy, and it's like they hang out with you. Despite that single red flag, it's like, who touched you? Something happened. Like, what are you doing that that's in your fucking face? Yeah, bad news. It's it's insane. All right, so this place, which was a quaint little village, not only did they get rid of the reptile house, they've gutted everything else. The area where they put all the inflatable rides and had the pony rides and everything, now they have axe throwing and Connect Four basketball. Remember that Connect Four basketball <laughs> yeah. we had? Well, they had like a ghetto, you know, mountainy, oh, non-electronic okay. version. And all the facades, they just kind of updated the wood, and they're just trying to turn it into... You know how all restaurants kind of have like the same kind of theme if they're like a, quote, like gastro pub yeah. or trying to be, where they always have like a giant fork on the wall, a bunch of random quotes about positivity and stuff. Yeah. And it basically looks like the bar I work in, except my bar has been like this for like... 12 years they're doing it now (laughs) yeah and so 
I guess the place is struggling because this place was on uh, Nathan for you because they were trying to build some business. But who's going to go to this rant? The only people reason people go to this village is for apple picking. It's the only reason people go up there. Really? Yeah, that I for so all these attractions built around the foundation. Yeah, of apple because picking. the f- this place you cannot apple pick, but all the farms within a two mile radius you go there and you pick. But you apples can still you can stuff. still apple pick. You can. So I guess what you're saying is much like the reptile house, this whole place burned to the ground, and all that's left is the foundation of apple picking. Yeah, pretty much. But they oh they ruined it. So they put an axe throwing and they have craft beer now, and it's a wedding venue. But it's just corny as fuck. And they have this this uh, umbrella art exhibit that I was in Redlands earlier that day. They just stole it from them. So, and Redlands probably stole it from someone in New York City. But uh, so what's it, what's there in total? Because he showed me the map. It was like a little city. Is it just tumbleweeds now? Has been like com- very much condensed because that you know it was a real stab in the back. We go up. Oh no, I don't need that. I dude, I've lived it, bro. Oh no, there's no there. You have a, a very outdated. There's no haunted mine, but uh, <laughs> but I saw a sign and I got really excited because it said petting zoo free today. I'm like, haha, it's our lucky day. And then you realize because they're gutting most of the petting zoo and they just have a few animals kind of corralled. What kind of animals? Were we, what kind of we were talking to goat? Pigs, yeah, goat? goats. Yeah, pigs okay. and goats was all I saw. Pigs and goats. There was peacocks and other stuff, but I don't know where they went. There's a bunch of no. You know what? The Pig- trout pond's got to be gone. Which yeah, that's which, my number one attraction. Yeah, so which was cool for the for the for kids to do. But the worst part about it, this is what's that? As I'm going downhill, devastated. All oh, these changes, I can't believe this shit. Why would they want? Why would they want to do a gastro pub theme? Who wants? Oh, this isn't a hang. You don't go hang. What are you gonna go? This dr- isn't a hang. What are you gonna drink a whole bunch and then go drive far back to where you live? Because no one lives close to there. Everyone at least is coming, you know, from Redlands. Well, and- yeah, but. Most you know well-adjusted adults can just have like a beer or two over a few hours, and then just are safe to drive home. I'm just saying, if they want to make money, they want people trash. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Don't turn, don't make it drink based, because then you're going to be fucked. But there's nothing else to do. They have axe throwing, which is like the hackiest fucking. That's been I don't know. It's I mean, not that I don't. I tried to throw axes and uh, there was closed, but. I don't know. Every every brewery has like it's when people are when it's like ooh they have cornhole. I think of axe throwing as cornhole, where it's yeah. like big deal. Everyone else in the world has it. It's, no, but I, I'm not mad at a cornhole. So I'm not mad at a cornhole. Wh- but where they're dwindling I'm down. I'm looking for something innovative here. Oh yeah, of course. But what are you expecting out of an old mining town in California? That was unique. At least it's not even a mine. Yeah, there's no real mine. That's bullshit. There's- Is it better than Calico? No, there is no mine. I don't even know about the mine. No, but I'm saying not the mine. I never went in the mine, but they got like a couple stores. You can buy like a pop gun and a no, dream the stores catcher. are gun. The store that was cool as I'm walking down the hill, being very upset about the new facade <laughs> and everything, and all the 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 painted bear tracks are faded. They're not going to paint them back on. You know it. But uh, I'm just looking for a buyer. I thought at least I had the candy store. Right, let's go to the old candy store. I go there. First, oh. I see the sign. It's not called the Oak Glen Village Candy anymore. It's called Pops and Drops because that's also the super dumb. You know, like all the pet stores are Wags and Wine and Pussy and Pooch and all that kind of shit. It's called Ugh. Pops and Drops. And they have a big sign that says, this is a cashless business. So it's Pops and Drops. They no longer take cash. And you walk in and... It was a legitimately cool old wood kind of, you know, like 
Uh, it was beautiful, maybe a little rundown, but if they just maybe restored the wood a little yeah. bit. But it was cool. Its bones were it had good bones. Good. They great gutted bones. everything, and now it's just like white fake marble everywhere. <laughs> and they. Oh, it's horrible. I follow a couple like house pages on Instagram, and it's like, look at what we did to this beautiful fucking house. And it's like nice, all like ornate wood, like paneling and moldings, and the ceilings are nice. And then you swipe, and the picture's like that awful, like open floor plan, all like flat, white, black, flat cabinets. And you're like, you fucking ruined that house. Yeah. Just buy a different house. Or been smart. Yeah. It's, yeah. It was like that. They ruined it. Yeah, they did this at a bar. Go ahead uh, and change the tile, but like... Uh. A bar I used to go to where it just had... It was from the early 80s when they opened, so the wood had been aging since the 80s. It was a beautiful bar top, and the lady wanted to sell the bar, so she got rid of it and put that fake white marble on oh, yeah. and then did animal skin booths, and the owner who bought it then got rid of all the work she did. You know, then he had to redo it because he still wanted the bar, but the booths were so... <laughs> you know, it was like just this insane... Uh, yeah, don't dress it up. Yeah, so uh, Oak Glen Village, you can suck my dick. And I'm coming... For, and also, I don't remember which farm it was, but uh, one of the... The farm where I went apple picking, mm-hmm. the guy said, what kind of apples do you have? And he said, we have Arkansas black apples, which who the hell's ever heard of that, right? And then he's trying to pitch him, and he goes, it's a fibrous apple that's unlike any other apple, which is a terrible pitch. Oh, it's fibrous? and that's it's not un- what I and you can't, an apple. And it's unlike any apple, so what's it, a shit apple? I've never had an apple that tastes like shit. He was just a terrible salesman. That happens every now and then. Like, you'd be like, oh, they don't, we only sell this here. I'm like, well, then it's probably not that good. Because people are chomping at the bit. But he wasn't even hyping it. My point is, this apple could suck, but tell me it's like this or, you know, give me something. Then I couldn't, you you need that apple stick, the scooper basket stick. Yeah. So I did, I was looking for mine, and I just, he didn't have one for me. So, and he, this guy sucked. He had no enthusiasm. We're coming back. Well, yeah, he's working in a ghost town. The apples are all right. I ate one while I was picking it. They're fine. But This guy's whole life is falling apart around him. He remembers the 70s. He's wearing short shorts. There was fresh painted bear tracks. <laughs> now a, it's all a, falling down around him. <laughs> he's walking down a boulevard of broken dreams. But I was super pissed because he should have sold the apple better. Because as we're coming back, there was a new guy in the booth, and he's selling the apple way better. He's oh. hyping it up in a better way. And then he goes, and be careful because... The app, there are worms out there that uh, they actually bite and it doesn't hurt very much, but then this, like, I don't know, the fang or whatever sits in your skin for three days and it's really irritating. My guy didn't tell me about this biting worm. (laughs) I was picking apples, biting them off. Oh, you know. Remember the first time I went to Australia? Sucks. I went to Australia and, like, on my second week there, I'm in the ocean every day. Second week there, somebody's like, oh, be careful for the blue bottles. It's like these crazy jellyfish, like, six, they're like, Three inches across, but they have like six foot fucking tentacles on them. I was like, I was like, oh, what is that? And he's like, oh, it's a jellyfish. And I'm like, wait. He's like, yeah, you know, they've killed people, but you're you're probably gonna have to go to the hospital if you catch one. And this is the season. And I'm like, I've been here for two weeks. Yeah, you're the first person to tell me this. Why is everybody else just a fucking shithead? I'm just that's just knowledge I'm supposed to have. Is there's just death awaiting me? Yeah, pretty much. That's fucking that worms gnarly. that bite suck my dick. So yeah, gloves off for those reasons. But uh, I did go to another farm to get cider because the, the cider was still good. The the cider places, legit. I show up, hot apple cider donuts cooking on my left. All right. On my right, 
Just a guy in a cowboy hat with a cat on his lap. Oh. That's what I'm looking for. That's what I want. That's what I need. So some of the places... Is he telling stories? No. He was like... He was, it was more goofy. He was young. He was probably only like oh. 22. So it was more like, you know, the weird, but he's still living it, you know. Oh, no, good on him. He wasn't weathered, but he didn't. He, maybe, I wanted a guy in like a, a flat straw hat to tell me about the, yeah. the way things used to be. That would have been better. We used to have a reptile house. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to another apple cider place and uh, felt like a hero. Cause, man, maybe it's just bad times over there because they're... Their main barn burned down and where they do all their business, this place. And so, <laughs> hard times in Yukaipa. So, yeah. This, Somebody sold their soul to the devil to get that place off the ground. And it's just, it's, well, these are all it's a monkey farms. paw situation. It's, it's a big piece of land then because these are all separately owned farms. Oh, my but, God. Yeah, their farm burned down. So, I bought some uh, <laughs> stock in a failing farm. I, I became a hero by buying this special cider that was more expensive and, you know, supports mm. the rebuilding of the farm. So uh, I'm still an active hero while these guys are ruining my childhood, you know? They're just putting you on their shoulders because you bought the $13 bottle instead of the $6 <laughs> bottle? Yeah, in my mind, I was fantasizing this about... This one's for Spencer. About, like, hurrah, the 19-year-old future tweaker girl. Like, Thank <laughs> you so much. <laughs> I like having the small town. Uh, the line was so long for buying cider, and this girl um, was very friendly towards me. And she, I, she had like she was staring at you know just like small town people who have no concern over how line, long the line is. Like I wanted to keep this conversation going, but I felt bad where yeah. she was staring at this dollar bill for a long time. Like what the hell are you staring at? And she like laughs and like leans over on the counter to show me like this kitty cat drawing on the doll. You know, just I'm just like <laughs> wasting so much time. She got nowhere to be. Nah. She's in she's in a tent because the barn burned down. So she's has to be in a pop up white tent selling cider. You, you got to be careful. Something you know. You start telling people to hurry up. You they start throwing city slicker at you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in no hurry. I just the people behind me. She was like just like basically just chatting and hanging out with me instead of doing her job. You know? I'll do that, and then I it's awkward to end it. Cause you're like ah, so anyway, uh, let me I don't know get get out of these guys' way. And she's like, no, it's fine. And you're like. Yeah. Don't give me an out. Should I, should we, you want my? Ins- we can talk about this. Another. Should I come back when you're working again? You know what? Serve I'll come them. Come back when you're dead. Text to me. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> text me all the cute dollar bills you find. Well, I had more questions because when I meet people like that, the only question I really have is, "What the hell do you do around here?" Yeah. And no one really has ever given me a satisfying answer. <laughs> No matter where I've been on earth, I feel like it's good. Like yeah, when, when there's a small town and nothing to do, I'm like, so what do you guys do? It's it's usually just yeah. drink and shoot guns. or Oh, they'll tell you which parking lot they hang out in. Yeah. Um, I do that all the time, though. Like I was talking to a guy about slush puppies for like eight minutes the other day. I was in line, and I fully checked out, and I still just stood there at the counter. I'm like, you got a slush puppy machine. You don't see those anymore. And he's like, yeah, we're one of the last. It's harder to find parts these days. I'm just talking about a slush puppy machine. But... Yeah, I can't get into it because some of those people are a fucking trap. Because I'm I'm open to it, but if you're not good at it, I need some I need some fucking. Uh... Oh, I've gone down many uh, down many conversation oh, graveyards have. because I'm thinking <laughs> this guy is going to be cool, and they're just a nut job. And yeah, you're like, oh, if I got you nine years ago, this would have been a good conversation. <laughs> <sighs> All right, so that's it. Fuck Oak Glen. Fuck Oak Glen. Fuck Oak Glen.
Uh, sounds like Oakland if you're British. Um, let's see. Oh, this is a fun one. This is a feel-good story. Hats off. Hats off to you, sir. This Justin, breaking news with Mitchell Phillips. Brutal, brutal, but very heartwarming story. Uh, <laughs> so a man has reportedly died in Brazil. Spencer, can you believe it? In Brazil? In Brazil, of all places, somebody dies. That's crazy. So um, these dudes were. Uh, um, he's trying to go fishing with his friend, right? So he. Uh, He's hanging out with his butt. Um, they start getting swarmed by bees, which bees are general. I don't know about Brazil. I'm America bees. Cause you hear about the Africanized bees. You never hear about the South Americanized bees. No. You know what I mean? They're not as powerful, but much more stabby. I assume. You know, if they're sticking with South American tradition. Well, since they're below us, they would have to just go south all the way around the world to get to us, and by that time, yeah, they're. They got across Antarctica. Yeah, they're, yeah. Which, as you know, then they become Antarctica bees. Then you know they're no longer yeah. Brazilian bees anymore. So these Brazilian bees attack these two homies. A couple of they just say one guy's thirty. So bees are attacking them. They're like, all right, this is weird. But bees are like kind of docile. You know what I mean? You just you're probably standing near their shit. But who knows? Brazil might have aggressive bees. They didn't stay in Antarctica too long. They have aggressive booties over in Brazil. Oh, yeah, maybe he thinks that fat ass is a fucking, that maybe. fat Brazilian ass is just like a tulip ready to get fucking nectared. This, uh, so the bees keep coming, and they're like, all right, this is getting kind of out of hand. So they move, and the bees are stuck to them, they realize. Something's happening. It's like these fools have a fucking queen in their pocket, because these bees won't leave them alone, and they just keep coming more and more bees. So they start running around. They jump a fence into this guy's farm and jump in a lake. One of the guys... Gets eaten by piranhas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, oh, boy. Apparently, not I've as heard fun. about those piranhas. I may not know about Brazilian bees, but I know about piranhas. That's a real piranha. That's not a CGI. Well, and they were obviously... What, not what only do they have teeth, though, they is, look mean. Well, they were obviously bleeding from this bee incident. It might be. And that it might be attracted those... Attracted those bee or the piranhas. So I was reading the whole story. It's not as fun as that. So apparently he jumped in and he just couldn't swim. Oh, so his it wasn't friend, piranhas. No, his friend could swim. He got out. He drowned. They were like, "Where the fuck do you go?" He's like, "I don't know." Uh, and then they were like, "Go back in the water." He's like, "No, there's piranhas in there." And then by the time the cops showed up, his body had just been fucking obliterated by the piranhas. So he didn't oh. die of piranhas. He just couldn't swim. Because, yeah, that part, because I did not think that, that they could eat you that fast. Like, in the kind of like the quicksand thing, we're led to believe, like, yeah. a drop of blood, the moment you get in the water, they will devour you. You know what's apparently much but, more common is the fucking, that thing that swims up your dick. Oh, yeah, that's I've brutal. actually heard of people actually getting that. Never heard of people getting attacked by piranhas. No. I mean... Yeah, you can get attacked, and I think if you just stayed there as a feat of strength, they would get you eventually. Yeah. But, yeah, you have time to get away. But they go after soft tissue. So they go after, like, your fingers and your ears and your nose and shit first. So they just pulled this guy out, and he was just they were just working their way in. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, 
So that's about it. Fucking dumb idiot. All right. His friend swam to safety. This dude jumped in the water, got eight. He got eight up good. There are 30 species of piranha. This is just a fun fact. 30 species of piranha in the entire world. All of them live in the Amazon River Basin. What happened in fucking Brazil? <laughs> or just all the... To give these fish such big teeth and the thirst for blood? Fish just look like dead. They look like dead-eyed. They don't have a soul. You know what I mean? But these fish, not only do they have teeth, they look mean. Like they look like their dad hit them. And they, they're taking it out on somebody else. Yeah, like the fish that uh, look mean, the ones that are so dark that, they, you know, they develop like iridescent little light to, uh, oh, yeah. you know. Those ones are creepy, too. Those, But they also live in the darkness, you know, thousands of, <laughs> thousands of feet deep. So it makes sense. These aren't that deep in the, you know, this, it's these a aren't river. deep water fish. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. But, and uh, it's the power of numbers thing. Like a piranha can't do anything on its own. It needs all its friends. No, to but show what up. happens is, so he might not even have died. Like, you know, you drown, but you don't lose consciousness right away. You know what I mean? Your lungs fill with water and you collapse. But what happens is, once you stop fighting, they start checking you out, and they like the blood. So once one gets a nibble, it, a frenzy starts, and then that's why how you get like the bubbling water effect because they're just going fucking crazy. Um, but uh, that yeah, that's it. Shouts out to Brazil. I never in my life, never in my life. It's always people are like, oh, I can't wait to go to like Brazil. It's like, not a chance. Never. Brazil and India. Like, I'll even go to like Southeast Asia looks interesting. Absolutely. I'd go there, but yeah. Malaysia, Indonesia, Thailand, Vietnam. Like, that. I'm like, that looks dirty and shit, but like, looks fun. I would fun. love to do all that. Yeah. But India, not a fucking chance. They're like, oh, they have cities there. People are doctors. I'm like, yeah, I'll fucking buy that for a dollar. Yeah, I like the I like the you know my favorite Indian doctors the ones here. In <laughs> That's those why they're the all here, best. dummies. Those are my favorite Indian doctors. No, you're all pooping in the river and everybody's dying. Uh, you know the one thing they do I figured out, which I got to give them credit for because I'm not going to give it to the Arabs. Not wearing regular clothes. You know what I mean? Really, even if they are wearing pants and a shirt, it's kind of baggy. It's made of linen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Big fan of robe dress culture. Robe. All right. I've never really gotten into it. I don't really even wear a robe around my own house. But you can't get a steak in India, I imagine. They worship those fuckers. I'm out. I'm not a chicken guy. No. I guess I can sell on a nice other white meat. What do you got? Man, well, I have just a lot of death, but it's a gloves off, no matter how we look at it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so this one, this is going to be a teaser from next week, because I don't have time to do them all. But I came across, I'm just going to read the headlines, because I'm going to investigate this and get back to it. All right, what do you got? A necrophiliac who abused over 99 corpses in a hospital <laughs> over 12-year period is jailed. And then this other story I found... How do you go back that far? Over 12 years? That means you had to have caught him. Maybe he admitted it. Oh, you right? got to confess again. Okay, and then this story, I... They, they need to be connected because there can't be... I'm just so disconnected from people confessing to crimes. There so can't like, be this many people... Fucking dead bodies for this to be two separate, you know, individual occasions. Because this one, a mom arrested after she brought a knife to to a police station trying to <laughs> stab the man who raped her daughter's corpse. Groovy. So those are for next week. 
This is still a corpse story. I don't know why there's so many corpse Jesus stories Christ. at once. All right. Watch so, your profanity. There's this guy in Louisiana, 97 years old, World War II veteran, good old country boy, fought for this country, died, actually, it says here, of COVID complications. Oh, yeah, that's probably the number one cause was COVID. In 97? Yeah, dude. He had, he had one he more had good... had to have had He COVID. had one more... Don't tell me he didn't have one more good year left, Let me right? t- Let me guess. He also had uh, fucking brain cancer, and it was missing all of his limbs, but COVID got him. And so he wanted to donate his body to science. His wife is still alive, 92. She's mourning. And then someone sends her a clip or a video of these people in an Oregon hotel ballroom, and they're dissecting her husband doing a full autopsy for a live stream that people are charging money. There's an audience. There's a crowd. (laughs) And her husband... I saw the story, but I didn't... ...is getting sliced up. So what happened... So now she's just reeling from this because obviously you're... I wouldn't even care if they were doing this to my body or maybe even like a loved one's body. Well, he spent his life in service. But I don't know about it and I'm not getting a cut of it. Like if you want to do a free autopsy thing in a hotel room and no one's getting charged... Fuck yeah, have my body, have my loved one's body. But they're charging, some people paid $500 to come to this event. And also, it wasn't like it was a seminar for doctors. It was literally just open to the public. So it was weirdos with $500. Yeah, it was the Oddities and Curiosities Expo. So it was just one of those, like, you know, you go to, like, the Death Museum in Vegas or the Mafia Museum. Yeah. You know, that it, was, it seems to be in that kind of realm. You, you hear about that actually kind of a lot is where, like, people... That's why they say don't donate your body to science is be an organ donor, but don't donate your body. Because, like, sometimes they'll just, like, end up, like, uh, you know, using your dead body as, like, a crash test dummy or... Well, yeah, it depends. Because you're just giving it to the government. It doesn't specify for medical practices or for organ donation. It's literally, they're just like, well, let's drop from a building for science. But this was, this was different. No, this was, because she, this was supposed to be for medical research. His body was supposed to go for medical research, not just for science. The way this was kind of the loophole or the way this happened was interesting, because especially how much the body got shipped around. Died in Louisiana... I read that book. Stiff. Died in Louisiana. By Mary Roach. But donated the body to, 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 you know, to medical research. Wouldn't get accepted because he had COVID. So then there's this company in Vegas that just takes all these corpses. And I guess once it got to the Vegas corpse company, they just quit caring what happened to it. Oh, there's so much red then tape. The and- Vegas corpse company sold it to this oddities museum so the vegas company made money off of it and the oddities people made money off of it yeah uh, some people make money in some fucked up dark ways but also i you kind of put yourself in their shoes where i've been at work too where like there's a lot of gravity put on like what it is either from the outside and you don't see it you know what i mean because it's like that's my job you know what i mean no where it's like, it's like, oh, that was my loved one, and this and that. You're like, I, I swear to God, I'm sorry. I processed like six boxes. Oh, now, I, now I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's like, insane to you, but I do this. When you Subway know, messes up your order and people flip the fuck out, it's like, I've made literally 112 sandwiches today. I apologize. I truly apologize. Um, it's not my day. 
Sorry. Or your day to get avocado. I don't know. Sorry, I didn't hear you say banana peppers. Uh, that's fucking wild. But there's got to be... I mean, that's the problem, though. It's like... You don't want more red tape, but also... Th- I imagine things like that just get lost in the shuffle. Where it's like the amount of kids that go missing in foster care, it's because it's like, oh... It's you know what I mean. They're just lost strictly people. because somebody forgot to check because yeah. the person who is supposed to check has a case fi- has a file yeah. for every. Yeah. He's trying to solve a cold case from 1985. <laughs> the only foster parent who really cared was Ray from uh, Free Willy. Really, Ray? Um, oh, what about Maggie from? Uh, is that Maggie from uh, Angels in the Outfield? Angels in the Outfield? Yeah, she cared too. She cared too. She was the crazy pigeon lady in Home Alone too. Was she Maggie in that as well? She just played. She was in three movies in the early nineties, all named Maggie. This is a good quote from Elsie, the ninety-two-year-old uh, wife. As far as I'm concerned, it's horrible, unethical, and I just don't have the words to describe it. That is terrible. I have all this paperwork that says his body would be used for science. Nothing about his commerce. Nothing about the commercialization of his death. The money thing, because that point that's fucked up. This point it kind of forces you to be greedy. Because your thought is, I'm not trying to get money from these people, but I had no idea it was even possible for other people to be profiting off of him. No, but that's the weird thing is if you legitimately probably did that yourself, like your husband dies. And then you ask, like a fucking uh, an ex, like a retired coroner, to just you know cut them up in front of people. You're gonna sell tickets for five hundred piece. There's no way they're gonna let that happen. The city's gonna get involved. You don't have a permit for that. You're not allowed to do that in this state. Blah blah blah. But if you give his body the science, the government's allowed to sell it to a company that sells it to a company that sells it to a guy. Just not also not for fucking like doctors who are interested in this shit or doing anything interesting. It's literally just fucking weirdos. Why oh, the f- no? Actually, also, why, why oh, the fuck? Elsie sold it to this company herself, or not sold it, but so she, she signed the rights away to. She, a well, okay, she company. tried to give it to LSU, got turned away because of COVID. She was then connected with a private company named Meded Labs in Las Vegas, which says it was. So they, this is a private company that okay, but my- used shitty wording established to provide medical and surgical education and training the advancement so they made the fucking money off of it but what my point is is they're accredited you're allowed to do it if you're them if she just like invited her friends over and charged 500 bucks to cut up her husband she'd get in big trouble massive trouble but because this this company is accredited they're allowed to let some fucking retired medical professional just come in and slice this dude up for fucking dudes in fedoras and like guys just by themselves and like fucking fat chicks with jack skellington tattoos just Watch this guy get sliced up. For why? Why the fuck do you need to see a kid? Like, you can look that up. It's on YouTube. Why do you want to see that in person? You should all be fucking put in jail. Well, we're going to, like, the extreme of, like, what to do on a Friday night. You know, dinner and a movie? No, what are you, some boring, crazy nerd? No, Escape we got, room! We Shut up, faggot! Escape room, they're going to put your head underwater, and you got to send a waiver, and this fear, and, uh... It's, yeah. it's insane, dude. I don't, everybody who watched Get that... Get a dirt bike or something. Everybody who watched that needs to go to jail. You're a fucking creep? Well, you got to see their credentials. Uh, if you have... if you have, no, eh, It would be cool to see an autopsy. Yeah, but do it in, like, a theater. They have operating theaters, like, where Kramer, it was in like Kramer a, drops the it junior It was in, mints. like, a, an Oregon Marriott yeah. ballroom. And it was just weirdos. 
Also, shame like on the Marriott for letting corpses come into a hotel. He he may not have died there, but his soul could have been stuck in there. And then when they slice him open, goes up and starts haunting one of the rooms. Yeah. You don't want a haunted hotel. Because ghosts go up. Always. And then if you're in a, a ballroom, you got what a Marriott? You got at least six, eight floors in a Portland Marriott? He's got to pass through now nine floors of people banging and doing sad typing on their computer. Yeah, ballrooms are always on the bottom. You're unleashing these spirits. You got to be conscious of that. Also, why would LSU not take his body because of COVID? Because <laughs> oh, they're in the south. If a university medical center, like a, ho- I'm assuming a hospital that's a part of a university, like how we have like UCLA here, right? That's where they would have donated it with like proper protocols and shit. Why are why are they not allowed to take it because of COVID? But we can just go set it out where next week there's going to be a fucking convention for plumbers. Or maybe he was just so old and gross, the university was like, we don't want him, but let's just tell her it was COVID, right? Let's just say it was COVID. Ew, his balls are probably yeah. old. Get uh, him out of here. 97, disgusting. Uh, World War II vet? Suh. Makes me sick. <laughs> That's what it was, is all these fucking dorks in Portland are like... He's a fucking fascist. He's a fucking boomer piece of shit. I just want to see him get sliced up. What do, you, what do his fucking kidneys look like? Oh, fuck. Ugh. All right, so I think that's Portland, it. Portland, you're on the list. India and Brazil. I visited you like six years ago. I loved it. Loved it. Wonderful city. Never again. I've never been to Portland. You might as well be India now. Portland's cool, but you know what's cool? You know what's a little bit cooler than Portland? The rest of Oregon. Yeah. They got they got town. Eugene's cool. It's a university town. Uh, Corvallis in Albany. Uh, fucking Coos Bay. Bend. Tons of really sick places in Oregon. Oh, yeah. That's how I feel. I've, yeah, I've gone to Washington and traveled Washington a lot. And I always spend like one, maybe two days in Seattle. But the bulk of my trip is just in a rent-a-car driving that entire state of Washington because it's so fucking cool. That corner of, like, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, northern Nevada is fucking sick. I want to go to that that border because that's... um where all the sand dunes are in Oregon, right around that Washington. North Bend. Yeah, I want to, I would like to, I, well, that's, that's the one thing I ran out of time to do. That's where I lived in, uh, off Coos Bay. They have a thing called the Cape Arago. It's like where they film like Twilight. I don't know if you ever saw those, but. I did not, no. It's like massive sheer cliffs. And like, and then there would just be like these gullies or these little tiny little bays everywhere. But it's like 100, 120 foot tall cliffs. And then you have to like, you know, sketchily get down to these beaches that are like maybe 200 feet wide. But um, it's just cold and it's always overcast and it's like sick rainforest. Yeah, I but then see endless you go up like dunes. you go up like two more miles, and because of all the pine trees there, they're pushing all the sand up against. That's how you get the dunes. So all the dunes were built up on top of all these fucking old coniferous trees. But yeah, it, coniferous. It, Put that in your pipe and smoke it, you nerds. Yeah, you fucking dorks. That's a good word. Let me dissect the body. I, do, I have vocabulary. I'll dissect the body. Where's the bar now? Hey, you guys are freaks, but if we do the dissecting, then we're the scientists, all right? Yes, yeah, sell me your body, old ladies. <laughs> yeah, we want your bodies, old ladies. We, You're won't, not... we won't look at your boobs, I promise. <laughs> your, your old shitty boobs. I don't care about your old shitty pussy. I want to fucking cut you open for strangers for money. And also, you're mine. Don't complain. Don't, don't have your family complain. I bought you fair and square. You signed away <laughs> your fucking rights to those old tits. And I'm going to do with those old tits whatever I want. I'm not going to do anything weird, but you're not allowed to ask. Can't ask. No, 
Were they Indian, perhaps, this old couple? I doubt it. No? 97 and 92 Indian couple live in Louisiana. He could have been a code talker, dude. He could have been a code... <laughs> you're right. He could have been. I was just thinking for the ghost aspect. Oh, I was thinking we were talking about the India. You're talking about like Native American India. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, he could have been. Louisiana, yeah, he could have oh, been. Oh, also, I didn't even think of this. Indian giving. <laughs> Indian gave his body. <laughs> well... I have no proof that he's Indian, but after that, after hearing Mitch's side, do we even need to look it up? He's got to be native. Well, at sure. least his wife is. We know that for sure. Yeah, exactly. What is his name? Bruce Running Bear? What is that, Irish? Come on. His your... name's David Saunders. David Saunders. David Saunders Hold through on. fields? No. yeah. Saunders gonna, with buffalo? I forgot in the middle yet. Saunders. Dave, David That's Squatting it. Bear Saunders. <laughs> yeah. I'm a third Cherokee. <laughs> it's like, that's not how genes work. All right. That's it for the pod, guys. Thank you for listening. Yeah, listen to a new one now, okay? Find something else. Yeah, fucking figure it out. Or or love us. Either works. Love us more. <laughs> Show us love on the on the Instagram, most of all. At Ogopod on Instagram. Uh, comments, corrections, suggestions, whatever you want. That's where you interact with us. Um, don't text me like six guys that listen to this. <laughs> Just be like, hey, that was good. <laughs> yeah. Do it on Instagram so we can get the interactions up. <laughs> um, three guys in France, one guy in India. Or comment for a reason, people. Yeah, hey, one guy in India. Newsflash, if you want to see us, you're going to have to come here because you got the news break. I ain't going over there. <laughs> yeah, I forgot we... Our, our only loyal fan base outside of America is <laughs> India, and we just bash. Oh, oh, you cow hating Your diarrhea is probably great. I'm sure it's not that bad. Yeah, it's probably better in the in the river with everyone's drinking water. Too. I've had Mexico diarrhea. Is you know it going to be worse than Mexico diarrhea? India, meet me in France with the, and we'll France as we got our other half of our international audience, and uh, that's about a halfway point to India. Let's do France, India. Let's do France. Yeah, I'm sure you got a Eiffel Tower, but. I trust the French with theirs. Um, I'm at Mitchell Phillip on Instagram. That's at Robot Spencer. Follow at Beam Jeremy. But once again, at Hogopod. Comments, corrections, suggestion. Good old fashioned hate mail. Dick pics go to at Robot Spencer. I love you. Bye.